0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Rays have returned from an historic trip to Cuba Um, so they're probably a little tired but we are not so I'm here with Bill Chastain and he of course covers the Rays and I'm Allison footer from MLB.com and Bill I know that you weren't on that trip but obviously this is uh, this was a big deal for the team that you cover Um, I'm sure you've read a lot about what was going on down there and just uh, how impactful to you was the entire experience for them
1: well it was a lot of fun to watch of course I tuned in like everybody else yesterday and I got a big kick out of seeing how much fun they seemed to be having because all of the kids, they, they weren't tied up in the political stuff. They were just wanting to go see baseball fanatics, you know, guys that are as enthusiastic about the game as them, as they are. And it looked like it turned out that way. I mean, I, I, I couldn't have imagined a better uh, event the way it looked on TV and the way the Rays were being received and, and their enjoyment of the event.
0: Yeah, I was um, – I, I I've been traveling all the way through Florida, and I was actually just sitting at a restaurant last night and uh, eating some dinner and watching the highlights kind of on ESPN. Uh, and it just sort of blew my mind when I just was watching President Obama there and then the commissioner sitting behind him and then there's Dave Winfield and, like, all of – like I mean, it just um, – just the – the nature of this entire thing and the fact that this is our game and our people and making all of this happen, the players seem to be really emotional about it. Um, There's really not even words to put into what this meant to everybody.
1: No, and then I thought it was pretty cool, too, the whole thing where uh, Verona got the lead off Mm -hmm. for the team. Now, And it was an interesting uh, thing to me that he was not as well accepted in Cuba as as maybe some thought he would be. But uh, I thought it was very cool that the Rays players had actually told Cash they'd like to see him make the trip. They'd like to see him lead off. And they came out of the dugout and gave him a standing ovation when he popped up the first time. They knew what it meant to him, and and probably the nerves were just going crazy with Verona at that time. But that was a nice moment, I thought. So
0: now they're back. Uh allegedly hmm.
1: <laughs> we're hearing that it was a very
0: late return from cuba which tends to happen um so let's talk about a little bit what's going on with the rays and as we're about a week and a half away maybe two weeks away from them really having to nail down the roster so um t- let's catch up on some closer candidates what's going on with that um they need to sort of i guess mix and match for a couple months on that
1: i think right now the main guy is going to be column and of course he he shut it down yesterday he gave up the home run and uh, gave up the home run uh, in Cuba, which lit off, you know, <laughs> a fire fireworks, but um, you stuff know, he happens. ended up he ended up getting the getting it done. And I think he's got the. I think he's durable enough to be the guy, the back end guy, until Boxberger gets back. He closed a little bit last year, or was back end guy. Uh, they like Xavier uh, Sedeño a lot as well, but they don't. They I think they'd rather use him matching up against left handers. Uh, his stuff plays really well against left handers, so. Um, any Romero probably be in there but I think primarily Colome is gonna be the guy at the end of the games
0: and what other position battles are going on like how are things sort of shaping up with uh, well it's it's games?
1: it's hard to quantify the yeah. uh, the outfield there's like 100 guys and you know uh, you you know Longoria is gonna be at third but right. who's gonna be at first I mean you know all all winter long there's speculation that Loney would be traded uh, he's playing really well he's in a lightweight uh, of course you know, everybody speculated this because his salary is what it is, and um, you know normally the higher the salary, the first year out the door with the raise. But uh, he's had a great spring. Uh, you know, he he drove in I think four runs yesterday, maybe three runs uh, against Cuba. Uh, so who knows? Going to be at first uh, catcher. You know, you got three guys there in Conger, Casali, and Rivera. Uh, shortstop looks like it's going to be Brad Miller if he's gotten his. Uh, fielding woes kind of ironed out, and he seems to have uh, a little bit. He was having a little quirky thing with his throwing early, and, and, and lately it seems to be doing better. Um, those probably are the, the main, you know, and, and bench players, how they're going to how oh, that's going to sort itself out.
0: So it's to, it's a tough division. It's always a tough division. This is never um, a cakewalk. Where do you see them fitting in? I mean, everyone, of course, is talking about the Red Sox being sort of rejuvenated and uh, I don't know if rebuilt is the right word because the Red Sox never rebuild, but they seem to be uh, a force. And, of course, the Yankees, uh, you don't really know. The Orioles are trying to figure out their rotation. I and mean, where do the Rays fit into this whole picture, do you think?
1: Well, the one thing I've learned from covering baseball for all these years is predicting stuff in the spring is crazy you just can't come up with a good thing I think they look really good I mean they're young and and everybody talks about Archer and I love Archer Mm -hmm. you know he's at the top of the rotation but I think uh, Drew Smiley has just been crazy good this spring and he's got some you know if he's healthy you know he just makes guys miss Um, but you look at the rotation one through five you know Erasmo Ramirez is number five and then you got Moore at four Odorizzi at three and Smiley at two you know, leading up to Archer, uh, it's it's pretty good rotation. So, um, and then you're going to get Cobb back maybe in August. You know, that's like adding a, a number one or two to your staff in August. Uh, it's a pretty good trade deadline move, uh, sort of. Mm-hmm. So I think they look really well, uh, you know, look really good. And, and, and the fact that they've done some things offensively, you know, the ad- addition of Dickerson, um, Miller's more offensive at shortstop. He's going to have to field at shortstop. Uh, because they do have to play good defense. But uh, I think there's a lot of good signs for them this spring.
0: What's it like as a reporter? I know how I felt about this time of the spring when I was a beat writer. Um, so it's it's been about a month, and um, you still have a few weeks, a couple of weeks to go. And this is sort of the time where you're like, oh, my God. Uh, spring training games are really fun and they're really fun for the fans but you're kind of ready to maybe start watching some regular season games what's it like trying to get through the grind of the last couple of weeks of spring training
1: well you you like uh, I know myself I enjoy writing about what happens in the game mm-hmm. and uh, you know at this point of spring you know you're you know most of the stories are whether or not the starting pitcher got his innings in and if, whether somebody got injured or not and right. and then also about whether guys make the team or not so um, I think really it's you know it is it's a different kind of coverage and uh, once a season starts you you're certainly ready for, you know to cover results of games that mean something
0: yeah it, it is interesting because like the the I, I remember like a lot of the veterans would say to me in the morning like who won the game yesterday because they're out of the game in the third inning they do their work and then they're out of there and they're not even like at the stadium until by the eighth inning um and so the games really the results of the games are so insignificant and it is kind of nice when it's the ninth inning, and there's something on the line, and the closer comes in. I mean, it's just more of a normal mm-hmm. atmosphere.
1: Of course, the, the, the thing I realized once I started covering baseball, when I did it not on a, a daily basis, you know, more of a, uh, you know, as-needed basis when I was at newspapers is, you know, I can remember thinking a guy was a jerk when he couldn't remember a game like a month ago. <laughs> and now, you know, I'm I'm like, you know, if I can remember what happened in the game the night before, you know, it all runs together. I certainly can understand how the players are, you know, have that mentality, and and of course that's critical critical to su- being successful too. Is forgetting what happened the day before and mm-hmm. and going forward.
0: Yeah, I guess it is. You have to have a short memory in order to be a baseball player, or else this game will eat you alive. So, okay, Bill, thank you very much. Appreciate it, and have a good rest of your spring.